Hello Rebels, before we kick off today's episode, let me ask you a question. What if we could help you unlock your marketing superpower in one day or less? Actually, to be precise, I mean three hours. Yes, you heard it right. What I'm asking you is three hours of your time to join us for a brand new intensive experience on Marketing Deep Dive. One day masterclass that will help you create marketing strategies that capture hearts and mind. And every single masterclass is going to dive deep into one of our favorite topics of marketing. Maybe that email marketing, hiring, or even automations and beyond. If you want to get the fast track ticket to become irresistible, then I suggest you check out our upcoming marketing deep dive, where you're going to get two hours of hands-on training with lots of exercises and practical group work as well. Plus one hour bonus office hours and Q&A. Oh, and we also have a personalized dashboard and bonus templates to help you apply what you learn in our three hours. And just to put a little bow on it, you also get a certificate of completion to show up wherever you can see. If you'd like to find out what is coming up next and which one is our next marketing deep dive, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash masterclass. There you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Yes, this week we're going to talk about Twitter, but don't fret. LinkedIn has updated its job search and TikTok celebrated her day in a very unique way. Hello, squirrel friends, and welcome back to Alt Marketing School. As promised, we're going to bring people with us to talk about the news of the week because it's way more fun. And today we have a new friend coming and join us. Emma, hello and welcome. If you didn't see, if you didn't watch the video, then if you're not on YouTube, Emma was emphatically moving her hands beautifully. So that's the vibe we're going to get. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for being with us today. <laughs> now we're doing hard signs. Uh, Emma, <laughs> I keep forgetting. We need to also spell some of these out. Emma, it's the first time that we have you here. So I would absolutely love if you could give us a quick one to two sentence introduction to yourself so that our friends that might not know you uh, get to understand who you are and what you do. Thank you so much and thank you for having me on this episode. Uh, my name is Emma York. I am owner of Fresh Approach Digital and I am a social media trainer and digital marketing specialist. Emma also is the host of Tea and Tips. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to talk about that too because it makes sense, it's relevant, I promise. Tell us a bit more about Tea and Tips as well. Tea and Tips is a wonderful, helpful <laughs> weekly Instagram live on Fridays, every Friday um, at 12 o'clock uh, British time, where I share um, the latest that's been happening in social media. And I have some guests and social media es experts that join me. So yeah, and I'm coming up for my 100th episode. So go and watch 99 episodes in my grid. <laughs> Please go and watch them one after the other, going back chronologically. Thank you very much. Uh, we're already uh, threatening the dear listener, listener and watchers, like, what is going on here? Um, so don't worry, Rebel, we got you. And uh, I wanted, so there's a couple of things happening this week, and there was a couple that were actually related to Earth Day that just passed. TikTok unleashed some serious science smackdown last week. 
In fact, the social media giant is getting serious about scientific consensus and they're not afraid to lay down the law. So from now on, TikTok will be cracking down on any content that goes against well-established scientific theories. So sorry, flat earthers, you're about to get the boot. It seems like TikTok is taking actually a page from Twitter and Pinterest playbook by finally taking responsibility for the dangerous misinformation that might be coming up on the platform. This is going to be super interesting. Good job, TikTok. I think it's very important. And obviously it happened around Earth Day, which kind of makes sense with some of the conversations that might be happening. I really like this because I like when platforms, especially social platforms, start being more aware about how people are using and the information that they are sharing. And I find that TikTok is great in a lot of ways, but I don't know what you think, Emma. I also find that TikTok can still be quite hard to navigate sometimes, especially when you are consuming the content and the way that you do it. I would love to hear how you are doing it as well and what are some of your thoughts about this? Personally, I have renamed TikTok. I call it my research um, because my when my husband says, Emma, you are on TikTok again, I'm like, no, it's research. So I actually love it. I love it as a platform. I tell a lot of my students to go there because it is where you will see a trending audio or a trending something or something is happening first. They are picking up the first of things. So I do go there myself to do a lot of research and finding out what's happening and, and picking up on it. And I do send my clients and my students there to do research on other brands or products or, or creators doing a similar thing. Um, I don't, I just love it as a social media platform. However, there is a lot of misinformation and I would say that there's probably more misinformation sadly on TikTok than there are on other channels. But that is because so many people are using it and so many people are raising their voices are. So yes, there are quite a few global warming deniers and, and, and flat earthers. And I think this is an amazing move by TikTok. And I can see that this is going to roll into other subjects as well. So beyond environmental as well, which I'm I'm really here for. I'm really here for. Yeah, she reminded us of the huge, the huge search intent that TikTok has and that power, like obviously kind of rivaling even Google when it comes to it. And I think you hit the nail on the head. That's also why we can see there are a lot of topics. People look for them. And especially when you think about the younger generations, regardless of who your students or the clients are or the people, obviously, that we kind of also have here, they're listening or watching. It's really important to remember that people genuinely go to TikTok almost like they would on Pinterest in some ways to look for something specific and information. So I think it's important to understand the intent and the way that people use it. And obviously seeing that the platform is being more careful and more attentive to what comes out is also very, very important. So I'm excited to see, as you say, if and how that expands next, because I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things coming up. Before we jump into the next bits of news, this week we released a really exciting interview with our buddy Dylan from newsletter Cross Currency and also recently Spark Loop. So if you haven't caught up here in episode 145, we geek out heavily about newsletters, surprisingly. So I wanted to just share this little extract exploring different ways for you to look at email marketing and a couple of analogies that I personally love. So... In one minute, let me give you a quick rundown of the, the ways I found the, the quickest or the best ways you can grow your newsletter, because that's what everybody struggles with the most. Because um, once you grow, then monetization can tend to be a little bit easier. So growing your newsletter, um, the main things that I found the most successful are cross promotions. So free exchange of you promote my, my newsletter, I'll promote yours. 
a lead magnet that is highly relevant um, to your newsletter so that when people download it and then get on your email list to your newsletter, they're not going to be, um, there's not going to be that uh, dissonance. Like they, they downloaded this thing that's totally different than what you're, you're talking about in your newsletter. The social media, leverage of social media to promote your newsletter, whether it's in your bio and uh, with the content you share and post, and then also tacking on your newsletter at the end of a popular thread uh, or tweet. And then um, one thing I'm like I'm doing right now, going on uh, in front of other people's audiences, going on podcasts, guest blogs, maybe guest writing in another newsletter that can also help really drive a lot of traffic. So those are a few ways that you can grow your newsletter starting today. Up next, I am back with Hertay. Yeah, I wanted to share one campaign. I want to hear what you think, Emma, because I love this. So Impossible Food jumped on the tiny food trend. First and foremost, Emma, do you know what the tiny food trend is? Do you know what? I'm going to be super honest and say no, I don't know what it is. I'm going to explain to you what the campaign is, and I'm also going to explain what this is. So what Impossible Kitchen did, which I think, oh, Impossible Food, that's what confuses me. They set up a mini impact kitchen. So what it does is showcases creators that make huge creators, miniature food on small kitchen equipment. And this is a very aesthetic thing that jumped out on Instagram and TikTok. What they did to tap into the campaign, they're using imitation meat, so their burgers, to show how it can generate 91% less emission than real meat. And I love that what they did, they did a very clever marketing campaign because they used a really big trend, which is these tiny food videos, which are, again, you can go down a rabbit hole now. And I love the fact that they remind us how to stand out as a marketer sometimes means looking at what's around and what people are loving and engaging with, and then seeing if you can fit into that narrative or trend or conversation. So again, it's a great video. We even posted it on our Instagram. We reposted the TikTok of it because it, they kind of cross-shared it. So Emma, if you don't know at all what Tiny Food is, just, just go and watch that video because it's an introduction. But if anybody else knows it, you know how many people and creators are part of this movement and it's literally a rabbit hole. I just love, especially as her take was coming up, I was wondering how many campaigns were actually going to be a bit different. So I don't know how you feel as well, but I think there's a lot of... You know, it's kind of hard for me to see a campaign that really stands out these days when it comes to these big days, because I see the conversations and the messages tend to be the same. So that was quite refreshing for me. I mean, as I said before, I don't I don't know about this and I hadn't heard of it. But now that you said it, I do remember seeing something. And what I think, regardless of the fact that I haven't heard about it or seen it, I'm already loving it because so many social media gurus and people say you have to rise above the noise you have to be louder you have to be bigger and these guys have quite clearly shown you don't have to be bigger or louder you just have to have a very clever and engaging way to show off what your message is and they've actually done the opposite and they've gone smaller so i am in as soon as we finish i'm going to go and look for this because i'm already excited about it and i think that that is the message you don't have to always be the opposite you don't have to be bigger or louder you can just be very very clever um i'm gonna go and look for this for sure for this for sure i mean we're on a really high right now and so i don't want to bring us down but we kind of have to go into some more troubling news right now because that was a great little landmark. So go and check the campaign. We'd love to look at campaigns as they're going on. But we got to talk about the elephant in the room. And it's a big blue elephant that actually looks like a bird. So Emma, you have now the floor to just go and rage. You're just going to just go and rage out. <laughs> I'm joking. But no, I would love to hear about 
can you give us, uh, can you spill the tea, shall, shall we say, since tea and tips, right? Um, about Twitter, what is going on and what are your thoughts about it? Because boy, oh boy. Um, right, so here's a public service announcement. Turn down your volume because I am gonna get crazy loud about this. The double, I am so, I just don't have enough words to describe how we do not need any more crap from Twitter. So literally this week, I think it was even Monday, um, Elon Musk in his own feed announced that he was pri prioritizing all Twitter users who are subscribers. So if you subscribe to Twitter Blue, you get the verified tick. If you are not a subscriber, if you don't pay for Twitter, you get nothing now. You literally get your account. Um, and he has openly said that all Twitter, all Twitter, thing, everything is going to prioritize subscribers. So again, this is just a massive kick in the teeth for anyone else um, who wants to use pure organic, wants to use the platform in the way that I believe it was intended way back. Um, he is just all about making more money. Now, I know we all want to make money and that is how we all pay our bills and that's how we all stay warm and we can all eat the tiny food. But I just don't think that this was the right move and I think he will see hundreds of thousands of people leave the platform. Now, only last week it was announced that um, he was removing all legacy ticks. So that was anyone who was a celebrity or a famous or an author or any of those actors, any of those automatically got a blue tick to verify that they were Beyonce or Tony Hawk or do you know what I mean? And he removed every single one. So if you pay for Twitter Blue, so it's about $8 a month, it's different on iOS and Android, but it's around about the same amount of money, you, everyone can have a blue tick. I can have one now, you just have to pay for it. So there are no legacy ticks left anymore. And it's something crazy, like when I announced this, uh, when I spoke about it on TN Tips last Friday, <laughs> plug, um, it was something ridiculous, like less than less than 25% of those legacy blue ticks had then subscribed to have the blue tick. And so I see what he's doing. I, it's, it's never going to amount to the, the what he wants. It's never going to bring him in enough money. So while... For those that want the subscribe button, I'm absolutely here for those people. If they want it, it means you get to see less ads. It means you get to edit your tweet, sure. I mean, who doesn't love a grammatically incorrect tweet that has just gone out? Love those. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I just will not be paying for this. I'm with you on that camp, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, definitely, Elon is not getting my money. You said a lot of interesting things, and what really stands out is that Mistake after mistake after mistake has been made and it's almost like you want to get to the point where people don't even care as much about their presence on the platform. And if they don't, then, you know, it doesn't really matter if you got a blue tick or not, or if somebody says it's Beyonce with a blue tick, even if they're not them. I still think it's going to be interesting to see if there's going to be any legal ramification in that perspective, though. You know, if because I think if you... You know, if you kind of get Beyonce angry, I think you can still get in trouble no matter if you're Elon or not. You know what I mean? So I don't really see it, that it being a smart move in so many ways. In so many ways. I'm going to ask you this question then before we jump into uh, the final thing that happened this week. What would take for Emma, yourself, to leave Twitter? What would you think would be the last straw? Is there something that would be like, hey, that we get to that point where I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done here. 
I, I'm so I'm one foot my hat my hand is on the door handle I am one tiny toe I'm almost there um, I think if if it got to the point where it was you have to be a subscriber or, or else I, I, I'm, I'm tapping out it's not you know it's not for me um, I, I understand that he wants to guarantee everyone who is a subscriber, and it, it and it isn't a lot of money. Um, absolute more visibility, more awareness. They are going to be absolutely prioritised in search and mentions, and that's really great. But we were getting all of that amazing engagement organically anyway, and I'm just. I'm just not the kind of person that will pay for something for an easy route. I want to work really hard. I want to do my research and engage and be there. I engage, I comment, I retweet. I, I do all that hard work and I just don't I just don't want to pay $8 a month to be undone like that. So I'm kind of nearly out the door already. I'm using it a lot less than I did. So I think only really one more element is going to just see me see the back of my head, Elon. It's one of those things as well, and thank you for sharing that, and it wasn't the easiest question either, but I think it's just kind of seeing how maybe we shift into the consumption, especially as people that might, what they were super users, they're not subscribing to that kind of next step and just embracing it as a way to maybe kind of keep in touch with some people, see what people that you're active with, because I met so many great people on Twitter, that's what probably pains me a bit more. It's a lot easier for me to find new people and have conversations with new people on Twitter than it is on other platforms these days because there's a more variety of people. So that's one of the things that I I would rather not miss. But as you say, it's just like, how much am I going to, how much time can I put into something that if I know that I'm not, in, you know, loving it anymore and it's not, you know, really giving me back anymore. So thank you for that. I'm going to give us one more little bit for today. Um, and this I love because it's about jobs and let's face it, what's the point in a great job these days if it doesn't align with your values? And I love that LinkedIn has actually introduced new value-centric tools so job seekers can now swipe left on the job postings that don't feel right. What does it mean for employers? It means that now as you're crafting your job descriptions, especially for job posting on LinkedIn, then you're going to think about your values because you can now use them as part of the company vision and also as part of your job description, which I'm really excited about because I think it really explains what kind of expectations you can have from the company. And I think it's a really, really clever move from LinkedIn to almost, I think, a revamp. I'm going to say a revamp, a bit of its job seeking section, which is hilarious when you think about that's literally what LinkedIn was. <laughs> And I think now a lot of people are using it more for networking, which is great, that professional development, people flocking out of Twitter. But yeah, I see this two ways. First of all, I love it because of who we are and what we do. But I also love the fact that LinkedIn is trying to bring back that we can also still give you great job opportunities and we want to align more with what are the bigger and wider needs of the job-seeking world. Team, thank you so, so much. This was one first nugget of what's come, what's come up this week. There were happiness, there were rage, there were all the things in between, but we really hope you loved it. Emma, if people also have really strong feelings about Twitter and they want to, you know, kind of team up with you in that feeling, where should they go next? What are the best places for them to go to say hi? I am here for all of your rage, good, bad or the ugly. Um, yes, pr pretty much I am. You can always find me on Instagram or Twitter and I am at Fresh Approach Digital. Please get in my DMs. I would love to talk to you about Twitter, rages and everything else. 
Dean, thank you so much again for listening. Please make sure that you go and check out Emma and go and check out also all of our amazing content, including her Friday content as well with tea and tips. As always, we will be back next week with more goodness and excitement. But in the meantime, it's time to close. So for now, class is missed. Thank you.